Okay, and welcome to uh, our second uh, CC Talks podcast. I'm here with Chelsea, um, and um, we're uh, just the two of us today, Chelsea. It is, yes. We, uh, we've, lost, we've lost James. James is uh, with a client uh, running through quantitative analysis um, with, uh, with a client. We can't say who, but um, anyway, he's uh, away having meetings. So uh, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll kick it off. And um, yeah, hope, uh, thanks uh, for everybody for joining us. And um, we're here, we're uh, in our usual haunt. Uh, mm-hmm. Chelsea's got a, a, a cranberry juice and, uh, and I've got my usual Guinness. But we've missed lunch, so uh, we're a bit later today, so we're, uh, we're having a bag of crisps. But uh, anyway, it'll do, it'll do the job. We're going to run through, uh, obviously, Premier League managers uh, today. Uh, plenty to discuss on those. And then we've got uh, uh, a little bit to talk about the, uh, the game at Newport County. Uh, and of course, the forthcoming uh, opponents, Manchester City, playing playing those guys. So a little bit of psychology in that, and then uh, we'll talk about some of the, uh, the European players uh, later on in the in the podcast. So let's uh, let's crack on. Okay, well, we're going to uh, kick off and uh, talk uh, a little bit about Pep Guardiola and Manchester City. Um, obviously, City are back on top uh, of the Premier League. Uh, after beating Everton uh, 2-0 the other night on Wednesday night and um, they've be- I didn't realise they've been off the top for, uh, for two months but uh, anyway they're now back on with goal difference above Liverpool and, uh, and Liverpool have got another tough game coming up against Man U in uh, when's that 24th of Feb 24th, yeah. so uh, we'll see they've just, they've just started to wobble a little bit Liverpool um, you know and obviously they've there's been a bit of pressure, uh, of course, any team that's uh, at the top of the table this far out. Because what is the 16, 18 games? 18 games left, isn't there, um, for, for the Premier League clubs. So, um, but also, you know, City have got Chelsea on the 10th, so that this Sunday. Yeah. Um, now, what, what's, yeah, what's happening there? You've got a bit of news. Yeah, I think that Pep confirmed today that Company and Mendy um, aren't going to be fit for the match on Sunday. So. Mm. Yeah, well, that'll make a difference, but uh, especially with Vincent Company at the back. But um, he, um, you know, the key thing is, and there was a bit, of, there was a bit of chatter this week, wasn't it, in the press, about how you know he's instilled in the players this this positive mental attitude that is you know just not only about winning every game, but also you know it's 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 the long season, and they you know they have the capabilities, just keep playing, doing the things, doing the simple things, but just doing their job. Yeah. You know, there's a there's a a lot of readings about you know he. Um, you know, he instills in them, just do your job, and it's the old thing of let the score take care of itself. So um, what I'm really, really intrigued about is obviously the Newport County game. Yes. Because I, um, you know, I, I listened to the, uh, I was actually driving, so I listened to the game uh, on the radio uh, with Newport. It was filthy, horrible country. You can just imagine, because Newport County's ground was, was wet. It gets played on, I think it gets played on by the rugby team as well, um, being in South Wales. Um, and, uh, and so it was puddled. It was absolutely tanking down. I think Middlesbrough had something like seventy-five hundred supporters, away supporters, because it's a fair old trek. And um, and you can just imagine the conditions. You know, obviously against a, a very loud and, and supportive Newport County uh, 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 you know, um, spectators. Um, and of course, we know the score. They went down two 0 Yeah. And uh, and now. You've got some interesting information because the goalkeeper, um, who had a pretty good game at all accounts, but something else was happening. Yeah, I mean, Joe Day, his, um, 
his wife's girlfriend was giving birth to, to twins, so he actually missed the birth. Yeah. Um, but he said that you know he thought he was going to be in a bit of trouble when he got to the got to the hospital. But she was just happy that he was there and and you know happy to support his. Wife. What did he have, boys or girls? Uh, girls, I believe. Two girls. Two girls. Two yes. Well, good lads. I've got two daughters, so uh, hey, can't be too bad. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it was you know, hey, we uh, you know, it's never good. The FA Cup. You know, people knock the FA Cup, and um, certainly the top teams. People, you know, certainly sometimes they put out slightly weaker teams and things. But to, to teams, I mean, Newport County are what they're 14th, I think, in in, in League Two. So uh, you know, so they they are a yeah a, a, a lower ended club, um, but you know, passionate. And this is a massive, massive highlight of their season, of their of their you know history, to be able to play. And now they've, they've obviously beaten Middlesbrough, um, and you know the Middlesbrough guys, I'm sure, were sick as dogs after losing that but it's it, it's a tough place to go as in any small club that have a, a once in a lifetime chance of, of beating a championship club knowing also that their next round is is Man City yeah. you know a lot of people say you know the best team in the world I'm saying that because James isn't here and I know James would be saying you've got to say it um, but you know that they, they are in for not only a, an opportunity imagine these guys you know, being able to say they can play against you know Man City, they can tell the kids, the grandkids. Absolutely. But uh, but also think about the revenues, the money. I mean, you were saying what what they've they've, they've earned out of the FA Cup. So Newport County have earned from the FA Cup in the last. Is it last two years? Last two years, I believe it's two million. Two million from the last two years. So it's good business for them. It's huge. I mean, it's huge. I mean, it's it's. You know, I know certain investments gone into the academy and the and the, the facilities. You know, and yeah, I mean, they don't go out and build a massive great stadium because week in week out they probably you know get five six seven thousand supporters. Mm. You know, fill the ground. But they know, you know, know, they know at the level they're at, that's where they're at. But what they can do is put it into the academy, into the facilities to bring the, the young kids through. Um, so uh, it's fantastic. And, of course, they're playing on the... Uh, when's the next round? 16th. 16th, I believe, yeah. 16th, 16th. of February. Yeah, so... Uh, that's going to be mental. Uh, I think. I think they've, they've got. I think there's a. a well, there's 1,614. Not. I think. I know. There's 1,614 tickets being released to Man City. So more. Uh, you know. And I think they've all been taken up. Um, so the rest of them are going to be full of Newport County fans. And um, more than likely, it's. I mean, still it was tanking down there for the last few days. So um, you know what, what we're talking about at the beginning. Pep. Pep's ability to get there heads right for that game yeah. because you've got multi-millionaire players going down there to a small ground with the greatest respect you know muddy horrible pitch um, and and guys that are absolutely up for it because it's a once in a lifetime challenge it's a big task it's a big task now if they draw down there and get back to City which is probably from a financial point of view that's where Newport probably their chairman and their owners and shareholders are probably thinking could do with a replay and probably the players you know but if they can if they can you know, if they can win great I don't know who they would get in the next round but um if they draw and go back to city then you know they get more money and obviously the players have the chance to go and play in uh, in the uh, in the city stadium so um, yeah it's uh, it's going to be a really interesting one and that's the beauty of the FA Cup that's what that's, that's the uh, you know the excitement and it gives these smaller clubs the opportunity to get involved yeah absolutely and I think we were saying earlier that it's, isn't it Newport's 
for the since 1948, first time they've got to the fifth round of the FA Cup. So, I mean, it's an exciting time for them, really, isn't it? And, and like you said, these players are getting the chance to, to play with some of the best players in the world that without the FA Cup, yeah. they wouldn't necessarily have the opportunity to do so. No, so. no. And it also puts Michael Flynn, the uh, the manager, you know, it puts him on a bit of a pedestal. You know, not, not only are the players having a showcase or a shop window to show their wares and show what they can do, but also, uh, you know, uh, the manager. You know, I remember when Lincoln, um, they they went through the FA Cup and the, the, uh, obviously it gave exposure to players and managers there. So, uh, you know, people look at him and thinking, can he, you know, can he yeah. you know, manage at a, at a high level? So, uh, so yeah, so uh, anyway, so that was Pep. So, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, he's just been given Manager of the Month for January 2019, mm. um, which is a bit of a big one, actually. It says, um, I've heard that it's first United manager to receive it since um, Alex Ferguson back in October 2012. So, yeah. you know, he's doing well, isn't he? Good effort. He is. He is. And, uh, you know, it's um, yeah, it's good recognition for him because he's, um, you know, there's still a lot of supporters, sort of the jury's out. Um, don't know. You know, I mean, obviously, they're, they're looking at long term, but he's... Um, He's come in there, turned the guys around, got a different mood into the uh, to the changing room, and um, and the players are now enjoying it. They're enjoying the football, and you can see that on the pitch. And so, you know, the the, the conversion of that is that the supporters are enjoying it. And, yeah. You know, I think they uh, if they keep the run they're going as they are, then they'll uh, you know they'll, they'll they'll probably get you know fourth and get into the Champions League and and uh, achieve something that you know. Eight ten games ago, everybody had pretty much given up uh, with, uh, with with uh, with with Mourinho. So, yeah, no, he's, he's he's good. But you know, even literally just before we we came onto the podcast, there's text going out there from supporters saying Solskjaer out because he's you know he's agreed a contract with uh, with Phil Jones. You know, and Phil Jones has signed up for another five years or whatever it is. You know, but it, it's not just Solskjaer. I mean, that'll be that'll be a board decision, and probably Woodward. You know, and um, and that's yeah, that's recognizing a player, and it's also you know, giving the player the opportunity that if they do transfer him, then there's, there's obviously he's going to get a decent decent figure. Um, and um, and it's 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 a bit hard, but you know, the the, the question is is does he, you know, does Solskjaer all that? He's been connected with, you know, played for Man United. He's been uh, obviously Man United um, in the academy coach. Yeah. And that's where he will come on to it, but that's where obviously his relationship and knowledge of Pogba uh, first started. Um, and he's also been, you know, he's been Norwegian coach. I, I'd forgotten about that, but he was Norwegian coach for uh, for a bit just before he, he started at Man U. So, so, but there's people saying, has he got the, the the real international knowledge and has he got the experience of Champions, you know, Champions League, yeah. and um, and and you know, and and can he, you know, can he perform right at the top? He's not doing a bad job so far, you know. And sometimes it's better the devil you know. Um, and he's, he's definitely getting the best out of the players. So, um, so Pogba, obviously, now he worked with he worked with Pogba, didn't he, in the academy? So when was that? Well, that was two thousand nine, two thousand and ten. Yeah. And uh, he uh, he obviously had six games with him, but he he he, uh, you know, he obviously got to know him, built up a relationship, and has been able to reconnect. Uh, obviously, once uh, once uh, Solskjaer became manager of Man U, and um, and Pogba's doing. I mean, he's he's, he's really. I mean. He performed for France in the World Cup. Everybody saw him and said, "Why the hell can't he do that on the pitch at Old Trafford?" Yeah. And he now is. Um, and um, a few of the players are really. I mean, Martial's made some comments this week about. 
how he's you know transformed, but how he's really now enjoying playing alongside and playing with him, and they're getting the best out of out of Pogba. I don't think he's a leader, as in they don't want to burden him with captaincy and things. Um, but I don't think he he's, he's probably wants that pressure. Just let him play, let him play, and let him you know, do his magic. So, because uh, what's he what's he got so far? What's he got in goals? Um, I think he's assisted to eleven goals in the past nine matches. So you know we really are seeing the kind of relationship that that Solskjaer and Pogba developed back when um, Solskjaer was managing the. United reserves. Yeah. We're seeing it pay off really um, for Man United now. So I mean, they did they did pay eight nine mil for for Pogba. They um, did. Yeah. Yeah. From Juventus. Um, what, did, what did he go? What did he go? He went. He went to Juventus. They went because he left Man U's um, academy, didn't they? They let him go. Yeah. Um, obviously, uh, not not either seeing his potential or, or for whatever reason. Um, and, and so he went across to uh, he went across to Juve. Did he go on a free? He did. Yeah. Right. He did. Okay. So, yeah. Great bit of business for. And what did he, Juventus. And so he went on a free, and he came back. Uh, how many years was he there then? So he came back in. When did the re-sign 2016, it was August 2016, wasn't it? Wow, so he went over there in 2012, four years, into European. We're going to come on later on the podcast, aren't we? Talk about yeah, you know, we are. players going across to Europe and coming back. But um, So he went across there, played obviously with Juve, um, made his mark, got the showcasing, and Man U buying back for, for 89 million. Great bit of business for, uh, for Juve. So... Uh, yeah, no, it's good. It's good. It's good to see. I'm a, I'm a fan. I like, um, I like Solskjaer. I like the way that he's got everybody back together again. We know we're going to talk a little bit on, on Mourinho, but you know, the other thing is also I know what there was something I wanted to mention was Mike Phelan. Mike Phelan is the number two, is the assistant coach. Um, he uh, obviously at Man U, and he uh, I think is part of the reason of Solskjaer's um, uh, success. Um, I think it was Moyes. When Moyes came in, uh, uh, obviously he brought his team, his backroom team, back, backroom staff with him and let Phelan go. And Phelan went, I think he went to Norwich, he then went off to Hull, and then he, he sort of, you know, he, he, and I think he prefers being, I don't know this, but I think he prefers probably being a number two mm. and not actually being there as the, the sort of front manager limelight, so to speak. Because he didn't, you know, he didn't really do 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 too much being being away at the other clubs, but he's come back in. He's come back in with Solskjaer, you know, okay, Man United player who, who knew Phelan when he was there because he was with Ferguson for a lot of years, and um, and I think that's that's the biggest mistake is that you know, Moyes let him go. I think that's where you know, Moyes should have kept him, kept some consistency, the relationship with the players and all the staff there. There's a lot of people other than players, physios and you know, everybody that contributes to the, the wins on the match day. Um, and he's now back. He's now back in, uh, in Man U. And um, he's, he is also Mr Man United. You know, but never, doesn't, want, doesn't get any real recognition, um, but probably doesn't want it. But he is there doing a lot of the work behind the scenes, looking after, you know, working with the players, making sure, reporting to Solskjaer. And, um, and I think they're a great team. And, and so uh, you know, that's partly, I think, part of the reason for the success. So, um, so yeah. So. Uh, 
Okay, yeah, Chelsea, we were talking about uh, system managers and the importance of them, With uh, obviously uh, there with Manchester United, but also before that with, uh, uh, obviously, the previous manager, Mourinho, and his number uh, two um, was uh, Rue Faria. And, um, um, and, I mean, Rue Faria, he left. They, they split the partnership. I think they've been together for something like 17 years. 17 years, yeah. So uh, what happened? Well, I mean... Everything that they've got to say about each other is, is positive. I mean, it appears that they had a great working relationship and they've only got good things to say about each other. Um, you know, it appears that Faria, he kind of left to have a bit of time away um, and we haven't really seen much of him since. So, yeah, what did happen? Well, I know. I mean, obviously, we know, you know, a lot of, there's a lot of talk. Mourinho has been through, uh, you know, not only what's going on on the pitch, but what not. You know, what isn't going on the pitch or wasn't when Mourinho had hold of the players you know some people say lost the change room couldn't get the best out of it we're seeing now how you know with those Solskjaer in how they're refreshed and they're playing some great football and being a little bit more relaxed and just enjoying themselves by the looks of it but also you know part of it is also behind the scenes we know that you know following on from Cristiano Ronaldo's you know tax implications over in Spain and the Spanish authorities have been going after a lot of the football players and managers. And of course, Mourinho was no different when he was at Real Madrid. Um, he was also, you know, obviously um, implicated and has just, I think, just done a, a plea sort of agreement, um, got two and a half years suspended and uh, or paid, I think he paid a fine instead of, uh, instead of the, uh, the prison sentence. But you know what, that's got to be weighing on his mind. You know. Yeah, I mean, surely, you know, that's going to have distracted him whilst he was managing mm. Manu and I didn't see anything in the yeah, I didn't see anything in sort of the press around that when you know I mean it's only just was it come but I'm sure you know, I'm sure there's a, a you know a, a part of it has played on his mind and um, he just never seemed happy he just never seemed apparently according to reports and people you know feedback he wasn't. Everybody was treading on eggshells in the not, not only the players but also backroom staff people in the club, receptionists, you know, you name it, it just, it was just not a happy place and uh, apparently that's changed. And you know, fair dues if he's got those sort of pressures on, probably best thing, step aside, deal with them and, um, and the big question is, is now whether he can actually come back yeah. and reinvent himself or come back and, you know, James was talking last week, wasn't he, about the, uh, the, the um, uh, um, uh, Bill Belichick and, and the comparisons. And it's whether Mourinho can can is he an old school manager, um, you know, um, and uh, and can he you know can he can he get can he embrace the modern way of football, and will that relate with players out there, you know, because he it's not about him anymore, you know. There's multi millionaires in play in every changing room, and the players have their own you know their own following, their own you know, supporters, and you know the managers you know they have to get the best out of them, but it's not about you know they sometimes can't be the celebrity and Mourinho he does like the limelight so um, yeah but hey it's, uh, it's done things but it's an interesting interesting part and uh, we just wanted to touch upon that with the you know, with the system managers the, the un- unsung heroes of, of many clubs So I know we mentioned at the start that we'd um, we'd kind of be discussing um, British players moving across the European teams. And I know I mentioned to you earlier in the week, Steve, a really interesting article that I read um, in The Guardian by N.A. Aluko. Um, mm. And it's essentially just discussing whether... Um, Hudson Odie's request to to transfer across to Bayern Munich um, is signifying a new trend of British-born players 
moving across the European teams to, to get more experience and, and like we were saying earlier to kind of get more shop window time um, and whether or not we're kind of going to start seeing more of a trend going that way. Um, I know we were saying it's quite interesting kind of Sancho started off the trend mm, yeah. in many respects. We talked about that last, last week, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, and we were saying, you know, he um, he obviously left um, Man City under 18s in the summer transfer window, 17-18 summer transfer window, um, to Dortmund for 7.5. Yeah, well, yeah, seven, yeah, which was yeah, still a pretty good price in those days. So, uh, um, But he's, because um, he's also had quite a bit of international experience, hasn't he? Uh, Jaden J- Sancho, um, but um, yeah, it's it's an interesting one. It's fasc- it is fascinating. I mean, I think I think part of it is. I mean, it's always happened. Players have gone off to you know foreign clubs um, to you know to, out on loan most of the time um, just to get that experience, get the get the shop window, but also get the experience playing at European style of football. Um, which is beneficial certainly for clubs that get into Champions League mm. or international players. Um, so it's always gone on. I think that just the fact is that obviously you know, Sancho has come in and 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 performed brilliantly. It's a great story because he he went off to he went off to City, didn't he? He went to City, um, and then and then you know obviously uh, went off to Borussia Dortmund. And I, I remember there was a great um, uh, piece on I think it was Radio Two or Radio Five, Radio Five, about. His background, because obviously he'd been playing, um, you know, in the academies, and quite often it's the decision from the parents mostly, yeah. but also agents, you know, and 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 you've got two options, I suppose, you know, obviously because a lot of these 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 kids are starting in academies at sort of eight, nine, ten years old, so they've already gone through a lot of football, a lot of commitment, sacrifice, you know, to get into sort of fourteen, fifteen, then they get picked by one of the bigger clubs. And uh, you know, and then they've got their dream on getting into the Premier League and so on and so forth. And you know, it's a big decision at fourteen, fifteen to move away from your home, go to a, uh, you know a different club. Okay, it was in the UK, but then also to suddenly go, you know, when you're whatever you are, seventeen, eighteen, to go to a foreign country, mm-hmm. different language. You know, um, and you know, players have done it in the past when they've been, you know. Obviously, a lot of players go over to Europe once they're mature and they've, they've got a bit of age and they've got a bit of you know sort of um, individuality about them. Uh, but these guys are going out there to play better football than they would get either in their reserve teams or sat on the bench. Yeah. Because a hell of a lot of players sit on a the bench. They're on great wages for the age. They're on great wages, but they're getting no show time. They're getting no showcasing of their skills, their talents, and they're not playing football at a level that they should be. Okay, or want to be, um, but they're getting a good pay. They're getting a good pay package, and some some seem comfortable with that, you know, and 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 do that, and they go out on loan and they play, you know. But a lot of players, I remember, I can't remember the name of the manager, but quite a few managers put their players out on loan to test their their resilience and their character. On can you go out on loan? Can you perform for that loan team? You know, learn your football, play your football, compete. And then come back, and you are a better player, better mm. you know, probably physically, mentally, and also you're showing your commitment. And so a lot of them did it as a test to get them out there. And some of them would sulk, you know, and not play or not play as well. Well, you know what? If they're going to do that, you don't want them in the team. Yeah. So they never came back, or they were sold off, and uh, so on and so forth. So sometimes people go on loan, but these guys going over to Europe, um, I think it's a great call. I mean, I, I love it when they go across. Okay, they're coming back in. You know, with a hell of a lot more experience at an early age, 
um, and uh, uh, you know, and and obviously the clubs that have backed them. I mean, with Bo Russia here, they've, they've obviously going to get a good return um, as and when they you know they sell. Um, but you know, it's interesting with Odi. Um, uh, oh, sorry, Odoi. 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 <laughs> these, these names. Hudson Odoi. There you go. Um, with Odoi, you know, Chelsea haven't let him go. No, and they, I mean, um, Bayern, they, they put in three bids for him. I mean, eventually offered up to 35 million, yeah. um, all of which were rejected, as you said. Yeah. Um, interestingly now, he's, he's played, hasn't he, post yeah, the rejection. Yeah, he's, he's got a goal, got a goal, and uh, he's back in the squad, isn't he? Well, not back, he's in the squad. So, yeah, uh, and I mean, we were saying earlier, it would be interesting to kind of see, um, I think he's got 18 months left on his contract, yeah. to see kind of what Chelsea's move will be. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, it might, might, might be smart. Yeah, there may have been a bit of involvement from their agent and uh, or his agent and uh, and possibly parents, but agents, I would say, um, you know, to be able to you know flex a bit of muscle and say, look, unless you're going to give this game, this guy game time, you know, in the first team squad, then he's going to go. Yeah, he's and off. so uh, you know they've, they've thrown down the gauntlet and uh, Chelsea have realised and stepped up and put him in the squad. So he's getting, he's now getting great experience yeah. but he's not you know he's not there just as you know to, to make up the numbers he's, he's scoring goals and and you know sometimes it's, it's a little break like that he's now able to perform and uh, of course from a business point of view he's adding value because if he's scoring goals at that level then foreign teams uh, and other you know Premier League clubs see he can deliver so so um, you know it is just as we know Chelsea have a, a massive squad and um, you know, which is great, um, and 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 you know, some of the guys that aren't in the first team squad are out on on loan. But it's a, it's an interesting feel. I mean, we'll watch the space because uh, we'll see what he does. Because as you say, with the, his contracts coming up, he's got eighteen months left. Eighteen months, yeah. So okay, so by the summer, they're either going to be re- renegotiating a new newer contract mm-hmm. with a newer wage uh, package, and um, and obviously you know a term maybe three years, four years, whatever, um, uh, or. You know, by by him scoring goals, and if he performs well for Chelsea through to the end of the season, guarantees price is going to be different. That uh, an overseas club will come in, whether it's Real Madrid or or Borussia Dortmund or you know or Juve, somebody will come in and uh, and, and take him more than whatever his uh, his figure, 35, 40 million. He'll, he'll probably be up there, you know, probably even more. So uh, so it's a smart bit of business either way. But um, it's good to see, and uh, and Europe's becoming a you know certain clubs in Europe are definitely becoming the the place for for English players to go to get some more experience. Yeah, interesting one to watch, I think. Absolutely, absolutely. So, uh, okay, guys, it's time to uh, to sign off. And uh, and uh, just before we do, we obviously, we'll, two of us this week, but we'll have James back. And uh, we haven't done anything about NFL because James is our NFL uh, expert. Um, but we want to say congratulations to the Patriots. Uh, I'm sure a lot of you stayed up and watched it. Um, and, um, and of course, you know, to uh, Brady and, uh, and Mr. Bill Belichick. So uh, I'm sure James will, will fill you in. And we found out there's a gentleman here uh, in the, uh, the black line who also plays some uh, American football. So we'll get him on next week and uh, have a little bit of insight into that. So guys, good luck. Uh, enjoy your weekend and good luck to all the teams you support. And uh, we will see you and uh, speak to you next week. Take care. Great. Well, welcome to uh, our CC Talks uh, 22nd podcast. And here we are again in our usual haunt, uh, ready for a uh, yeah packed uh, programme. So uh, first of all, let's do the register. Let's get everybody here present. Okay. So uh, James Powell. Here, sir. Good stuff. Oliver Rogers. Here, Mr. Metcalf. And uh, Henry Powell. 
Yes, sir. Great and uh, good. We're uh, we're running off and uh, and ready to go. And um, let's go to the first one now, Jack. You've been. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, just, yeah, let's, but, uh, 